here to present the Video Vanguard Award, one of the founding members of Public Enemy, Chuck D. What's up? And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What you just seen was a good moment for rap music. And I'm going to talk a little bit about it, all right? In the early 1980s, the infectious style of rhythm and rhyme caught fever from the boogie-down Bronx to the New York metropolitan area, across the country and to the world. At the tail end of disco and punk as we knew it, were hybrid along with other sounds into the absorbing style of hip-hop. Picture 1983 and the onslaught of rappers, MCs, DJs, and new recording artists, Africa Bambada, Cool Hurt, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Treacherous Three, Sugar Hill Gang, and a brand new Run DMC. In those days, hip-hop was truly from the streets, and everybody rapping was black. All of a sudden, these three punk rock white kids, there was no politically correct term for them back in the day, transcended their style and crossed it into hip-hop with the shock of Jackie Robinson in reverse. MCA, Mike D, the King Air Rock, ventured into a brave new world, a dark con continent of this thing called rap music, fighting for their right and your right to party and rhyming across America and the world, accused of illing, stealing, and being wannabes but eventually gaining respect in the school of hard knocks and at the same time expanding and giving the music the diversity that it claims today. I'm proof of that. They helped me get put on and I was on their first tour, License of Ill Tour, 1987. Well, well, it's 15 years later and the Beastie Boys, in the long run, it proved they made the music grow and music grow and they've grown as well. Putting humanitarian words and actions together to make us all grow as well. I could go on and on to the break of dawn about the Beastie Boys and telling you to visit Paul's Boutique while giving you a license to ill communication. Telling you to check your head until you say hello, nasty.
to the Five Boroughs was kind of like maybe the mood was, was really heavy in New York in terms of it was right after September 11th. There's you know like walking to the studio, it was like there'd be like tanks on the street, you know, with like army people. It was, it was something that our whole lives growing up in New York City we had never seen or, or experienced, you know. So it was a very intense time. Plus, you know, we had the U.S. government going around invading countries that for no reason for and for false reasons and basically telling lies about it um so it was yeah it's a very it was a very very intense time so i think that album kind of reflected it The way that you kind of fuse different genres and different styles, where does the inspiration for that come from? It's like a long process, like Check Your Head was done over like three years, and so like over that period of time, maybe there's like a few weeks that we were kind of really all listening to hardcore, playing different things for each other, and so we were kind of playing hardcore in the studio, and then there are other times when we were... Uh, listening to different jazz stuff or maybe got influenced by that and so then when it comes to the end and you start assembling these different pieces together then it appears like there are all these different genres and all these different things but it's not necessarily like one like sets out to, uh, to just do that.
U.S. now has an all-volunteer military. And in one way or another, a majority of Americans are in favor of deposing Saddam Hussein. Many pop musicians say they're opposed to a Middle East war. The question is, what are they doing about it musically? Now, however, musicians like John Mellencamp and the Beastie Boys have been rushing out anti-war songs via their websites. It just kind of felt like to not speak out now would be a real mistake. We just felt like if we, if we do have an opportunity to put some ideas out there that a few people might hear, then we should do that. There's definitely been the concept put out there that to question and to speak up is potentially an unpatriotic thing. The reality is we're just four musicians from Los Angeles who have used our voices and our talent and our musicianship and our words to stand up against these unjust policies. And why the fuck are these cops so afraid of us? Are they afraid of us? If you could have the drum beat going, then why not have it For the record, I'm fine if somebody wants to take something that I've made and chop it up and so it's like their own new thing. I'm a man that's on the mission. Yes, that's a fire! Son, you better listen. Yes, that's a fire! I'm a man that's on the mission. Yes, that's a fire! Son, you better listen.
Shit. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's fucking cool. If you could have the drum beat going, then why not the 808 boom blows the whole PA up. Top it up, top it up. The 808 We began our Beastie Boys cover set with the Alex Matrix remix of Sabotage from 2011 that was from the Open Your Eyes remixes. You can find that on iTunes. Followed by Ben Greenberg's Hubble remix from 2011 of Right Right Now, which originally appeared on To the Five Burrows. Then we slowed down with uh, Groove Holmes from 1992 from the album called Check Your Head. And we wrapped up the set with the Beastie Boys Rage Against the Machine mashup from 2011. That was the day one heated break mix, and you can find that on SoundCloud. Coming up, we've got Donna Summer, The Bee Gees, Loudon Wainwright, Rufus Wainwright, Porcupine Tree, Neil Young, and garbage. Be right back. <laughs> 